The other day, a long, thin box was delivered to my home. Inside was this. It's a 2021 wall planner. Something that will help me look ahead and think of what is going to happen in the coming year. And I hope the things that I mark on this uh, might fit better than what actually happened to the ones that I marked on the 2020 calendar and not what's been going on over the past nine months. This big sheet that I've got, this big sheet of paper starts in about five and a half weeks time uh, on the 1st of January. But the new Christian year starts next Sunday, the first Sunday of Advent. Meaning that this is the last Sunday of the old year. And today is a time of transition. And that's why we often look back to um, the episodes of Easter and the coming of the King. We saw a transition in our passage, didn't we? In Gethsemane at the Mount of Olives, Jesus' freedom comes to an end. And rather than slip away, as he has done a number of times earlier in the Gospels, Jesus is arrested and the unjust, rough handling begins and the story of the passion starts to unfold. Yeah, it's not as quick as them simply coming as the arrest party stands forward. Uh, a sword comes swishing in the air in the hands of a disciple. John's Gospel says that this is actually Peter that carries the sword. Uh, and then, as a result of that, the the right ear of the, the servant of the high priest is is struck and the ear is severed. This is when the, the last of the miracles of the earthly ministry of Jesus is performed before his resurrection. The, the Lord reaches to the injured man, a man that uh, might see Jesus uh, as an enemy of the faith as an antagonizer of the structures of order in Jerusalem, even as a blasphemer against God. This man standing before him is an enemy. But Jesus has love. And Jesus brings compassion. He brings healing and restoration. He heals the servant's ear. He heals the one who has come to arrest him and take him to the cross. And then with these words to, to the wider brewing fight that is going on, Jesus brings peace. In the miracles that we've looked at over the 
last couple of months, there has each time been a wider message than the effect on the individuals that are present. We have been seeing signs of what the coming kingdom of Christ means. It's, it's no different here, for we witness the peace that dwells within the king of peace and the love of God in Jesus reaching out to all. Much earlier in his ministry, the Lord had spoken in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, that we should have slapped on a cheek, turned the other, and then went on to say that we should love not only our neighbour, but also our enemy, praying for those who persecute us. For me, the, the healing of the severed ear is the miraculous demonstration of this teaching. We might, with the disciples, have a little bit inside us that thinks it's a jolly good move to swipe with a sword at those who arrest Jesus. But we would be wrong. This challenges us to think again of how we live in the world. If our beliefs are spoken against, do we attack with vitriol? Is that really the way of Christ? If we don't like what someone is doing, do we go the opposite way? Do we simply ignore them or maybe take the hump? Well, that's not right either, is it? If there is a bully, and there's been much talk of bullying over the past few days on the news, do we pray for that person? And if so, are the prayers actually brought forth in a way that is loving and honouring to God? To be a Christian means to live his way, to live as him, with righteousness and justice, uh, but also with a heart of compassion. I don't know about you, but I'm far from perfect. I sometimes need to stop and take a breather and start again to have a new beginning. As we think of new beginnings, let's remember how the passage began. It was in two parts, wasn't it? And the first part, we see Jesus in the garden at the foot of the Mount of Olives, asking the disciples to pray that they may not give in to temptation. And then he takes the knee. He bends down in prayer, struggling to accept what lies ahead for himself, saying, take this cup from me. He knows it will be a difficult path, a path of pain and suffering. But he also knows why the Father wants him to go on the journey to the cross. Because in that love for the world, the world that has despised and forsaken him, the, the world that has come to arrest him, in that cross, at the healing act of his arms outstretched, is the means for our sin to be redeemed. It's not because of our love for God that Jesus was sent 
but because humanity had fallen far from what God had intended. And we, even believers, even folk in the church, people who commit themselves to God, uh, often still fall far. In Jesus, we can continually have a new beginning. And for that new beginning, it doesn't have to wait for the 1st of January 2021, nor for the 1st of December when I might be able to access the chocolate on my advent calendar. And the new beginning doesn't need to wait until next Sunday and we see a candle being lit at the start of the Christian year. And it doesn't need to wait for the sun rising tomorrow morning. Because his love gives us the opportunity of a new beginning at any time. And we have the opportunity of what happened because of what happened the day after the events in our reading. Because of Jesus being arrested, being falsely tried and going to the cross. So let us each consider what thoughts and attitudes need to change that we may have a new beginning and more closely follow Jesus, giving God glory with all of our life. Amen. <laughs>